This is KYUK Public Radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Christy Schallenberger. If you need money to keep your nonprofit or business operating amid the coronavirus pandemic, the Bethel Community Service Foundation has eight $2,000 grants from the COVID-19 Response Fund to help out. Applications are due by April 17th. BCSF says the money will go to nonprofits and businesses that are helping with preventing homelessness, food insecurity, and distributing news and information about COVID-19. And as the pandemic progresses, the regional tribal nonprofit, Association of Village Council Presidents, or ABCP, is doing the best it can to meet the financial needs in the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. Catherine Neneman, the Benefits Division Director, outlines a series of programs available to help. We're promoting clients to utilize the crisis benefit. We're also promoting if clients do not have direct deposits set up, let us know so we can send out the direct deposit form and they can submit it electronically so we can get that process started. And we're looking and exploring ways to try to release a supplemental energy assistance benefit sooner rather than later. Neneman encourages tribal members to go ahead and ask for assistance now for all the programs, even though details are still being worked out. They need to call AVCP at one 800 478 3521 so that the staff can help them walk through the various programs and their eligibility. And be prepared to wait for the phone to be answered because most of the staff is now working from home. Neneman warns that when the staff return calls, it may show up on the phone as coming from a blocked number. Their phones are being forwarded to their personal cells. So when they're making calls, calls are going out as private or blocked to protect our employees' confidentiality. So we're really urging people that may be waiting for TANF or Benefits Division to call them. If you see a blocked call, a private call, a known caller, please answer it because it's highly likely it's one of us trying to get a hold of you. There are also more federal funds coming to Native organizations, but how much and what the funds will do is still being worked out. And finally, the Bristol Bay Bureau is the epicenter of fish processing during the commercial season. Now the three tribes there have joined Dillingham in calling on the governor to consider closing the fishery this summer. Meanwhile, processors have presented a plan aimed at addressing local concerns about keeping the fishery safe. For Alaska's Energy Desk, Izzy Ross reports. The Naknek Native Village Council, the South Naknek Village Council, and the King Salmon Tribe have joined Dillingham City and Tribe in a call for the governor to put extreme protective measures in place or consider closing the world's most valuable and productive sockeye salmon fishery. Quote, the tribal organizations of Naknek, King Salmon, and South Naknek consider this pandemic to be of utmost importance. Our people and our culture are at risk, the tribe said, adding that they are prepared to take more stringent measures. Naknek and King Salmon are directly adjacent communities on the east side of Bristol Bay with an off-season population of under 1,000 residents. Dillingham is to the west with a population of around 2,300 and a small 16-bed hospital, the only one in the region. During the summer, processors bring in thousands of employees while thousands of independent fishermen come to the region as well. In the letters, the groups pointed out that there is no hospital in the Naknek King Salmon community area and extremely limited medical resources and infrastructure. 
going forward with the fishing season went against all guidance on how to prevent an outbreak. Lorianne Rawson is the tribal administrator for South Naknek. She says that 90% of the village's residents are elderly or immunocompromised, and that they needed to protect those people. She said the community had historical experience with this. Her own grandfather survived the flu pandemic of 1919. When the Spanish flu arrived, it decimated the village, and the remaining survivors then moved to South Naknek. So um, historically, it has wiped out our people, and we just don't want it to happen again. Rawson is also concerned about the fishermen coming into the region, saying that plans to quarantine in boats weren't realistic. Their boats are in boat yards. Their boats don't have a bathroom. They have no way to shower. They can't do laundry, and they can't go to the store to get their food. So... How are they going to effectively quarantine on their boats? That's not going to happen. The King Salmon Tribe said that the Bristol Bay Borough is unequipped for a pandemic of this proportion and called the borough's quarantine plan inadequate. Johnny O'Daman is an administrative assistant for the tribe. Our healthcare system here is way too small, and anybody, like, we have to go through Kanaknek or Chamai, and they have, um, like, a two-bed emergency room down at Chamai or trauma room. And it's just too small here. The Bristol Bay Borough Assembly passed an ordinance this week mandating a 14-day self-quarantine for anyone traveling into King Salmon and Naknek and granting the borough police the authority to enforce it, as well as the six-foot social distancing mandate. Chorayong Tribal Council Second Chief Gayla Hossett in Dillingham says that the processors' plans don't adequately address how they would handle an outbreak. And that needs to be shown to all the communities before they even come into the area of what their plan of action is going to be if somebody gets sick. And where are they going to receive their health care and what is going to be the plan for health care for them. Meanwhile, the big processors gearing up to operate in Bristol Bay's salmon fishery this summer have laid out aspects of their safety protocols that they say will allow them to participate safely in the upcoming season amid the coronavirus pandemic. In a letter to the region's communities, they write, quote, We are writing to you to confirm our commitment that we are prioritizing the health and safety of the communities and tribal councils of Bristol Bay, unquote. Chris Pugmire is the general manager of Icicle Seafoods. He says that the company understands the community's position and that they are in talks with local leaders. Honestly, we're, we're not yet sure how this, how this is all going to shake out, but our plan is to continue preparing for the season as if it's going to happen. And in so doing, we are and will continue to work with the communities to ensure that every reasonable precaution is being taken to protect the health, safety, and and well-being of everyone in Bristol Bay. Seven processors have posted their individual plans on the Bristol Bay Borough's website, which range widely in their level of detail. The companies say in their joint letter that all employees will be verbally screened before being given flight information, workers will also be medically screened at the Anchorage or Seattle airports, and people won't be allowed in or out of the processor campuses. Employees arriving from other locations must comply with a 14-day quarantine. The processors also say that each company has the capacity to isolate and care for employees who develop COVID-19 symptoms. They note that their list of precautions is not definitive. Plans will continue to evolve as the situation changes and through discussion with communities and tribal councils, the companies write. In a press conference yesterday evening, Governor Mike Dunleavy said that the state has a team working to determine whether a fishing season could take place this year. He said that the team was working with local officials, tribal leaders, fishermen, and processors. 
As of Friday morning, no cases of COVID-19 have been reported in the region. For Alaska's Energy Desk in Dillingham, I'm Izzy Ross. And stay healthy, safe, and informed about COVID-19 with coffee at KYUK. Each weekday, KYUK will provide coronavirus updates from local organizations and community partners. Tune in Monday through Friday following the 8 a.m. newscast. Send your questions about COVID-19 to news at KYUK.org or through KYUK's Facebook page. This is KYUK News. Thanks for listening. I'm Christy Schallenberger. Send your tips and comments to news at kyuk.org and stay tuned for News Yukton coming up.